Costumes picked out for the frightful festivities. <laughs> and I hope you all get more treats than tricks. I don't win your partner. Is he a good guy? Hubie Dubois is the nicest guy in this town. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing, what is this, uh, Adam Sandler's like uh, 45th uh, Netflix movie or something like that? I don't know, something ridiculous. You know, they got him on uh, on lock, they got him on, uh, on, on deck, they basically have bought Adam Sandler and uh just transferred him to be the the one and only uh comedy king on netflix and so just like the i don't know how I, I really don't have the number of how many netflix uh movies he's already produced but i mean among the the many netflix adam sandler movies we have yet another one um this is actually one that i was a little bit more interested in i guess because this year i mean it's 2020 Movies aren't really coming out, COVID, everything sucks, um, you know, it's just one of those years, so kind of getting your mind out of uh, the, I was going to say out of the gutter, but just getting it out of 2020, honestly, getting your mind out of 2020 is uh, much needed, so maybe uh, our expectations are a little bit lower this year. So, Hubie Halloween is a 2020 American comedy horror film directed by Stephen Brill. Stephen Brill's a guy that brought Adam Sandler's previous movies, um, such as, um, I think he had started with, uh, he was down at Heavyweights, Little Nicky, uh, Mr. Deeds Without a Paddle, Drobit Taylor, Movie 43, and then he started on Netflix's uh, Adam Sandler's Path around the do-over in 2016, I believe. And then he went on to do Sandy Wexler, well, the do-over, Sandy Wexler, Adam Sandler's comedy special, and then now Hubie Halloween. So he's just continuing on the, the Sandler path. Nothing wrong with that. We know that Netflix is making money um, when it comes to these um these productions they're not nearly as expensive as um you know the big marvel films that disney is trying to produce yet they're still cranking them out pretty damn fast and the expectations are a lot lower so they don't have to exactly hire some of the uh the highest quality uh uh writing and uh whatnot and so Let's see. Uh, and when you're going into an Adam Sandler movie, you're not expecting the highest quality stuff, you know? So we have uh, Adam Sandler uh, writing on this with uh, Tim Hurley, um, starring Adam Sandler, of course, Kevin James, Julie Brown, Ray Liotta, Rob Schneider, Jewel, June Squibb, uh, Keenan Thompson, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, Steve Buscemi, Maya Rudolph. We have ton- tons of uh, Saturday Night Live alums and everything like that. We have all of... Uh, the celebrity cameos that you can think of. And I think that that's actually where this movie kind of thrives. I know that it's kind of been a cliche of, you know, uh, Adam Sandler kind of likes to play like the schlub, the kind of like the water boy character, you know, kind of, he's a little bit awkward and a little bit, uh, 
uh, unique in a way, I guess you could say. They're doing everything but saying that he's got uh, a mental condition or something like that. But let's just let's just say that he's just got some social cues that are a little bit off and stuff like that. And so, um, just like all of his movies, he's either playing the really confident, cool guy, or he's playing kind of like the schlubby guy. And so now we have uh, a lot of people are saying this is the the Water Boy 2.0, and I totally agree that this is definitely um, you know the continuation of that character. Essentially, I would not be surprised if they eventually say, "Yeah, yeah, sure it is." I mean, it it really doesn't matter. It's 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 that Happy Gilmore production kind of thing. Um, so. Um, this follows all of the same Adam Sandler tropes that you can think of. It follows him, um, you know, uh, this is a detective story and he's in Salem. So let me, let me, uh, go down and give you the synopsis. Despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem, uh, and it's Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike but this year something is going bump is going to bump in the night and it is up to Hubie to save Halloween and so um yeah it's a very standard uh kind of who done it with a comedy spin i think that this is still a little bit better than the majority of uh netflix's comedies mostly because of the the wide cast of uh, uh, SNL alums they have, and also you know people you don't see Steve Buscemi on uh, tons of uh, television these days. Um, I, I mostly think of like uh, Boardwalk Empire or something like that. But it's it's great to see him on you know little cameos like this. And and I say television, I mean movies. We don't see him on tons of uh, tons of things these days. Um, Ray Liotta, another great uh, great actor. It's uh, it's just great to see that even though this movie is not it's doesn't have Martin Scorsese writing on it but we still have uh big actors such as uh Buscemi and uh uh Ray Liotta as well as um Julie Bowen who is actually the love interest in this now there's always some sort of love interest in all of Adam Sandler's shit. It is <laughs> the, all of the love interests for uh, all of his movies are all ridiculous. They're uh, you know Julie Bowen. She's absolutely uh, a wonderful actress and she's gorgeous as well. So uh, she's kind of playing like the the love interest that they've been interested in each other. I guess for a very long time, high school friends that never nothing ever happened and you know you, it's 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 predictable is what i'm saying um uh, what what was the other one jennifer aniston was the love interest in several of uh adam sandler's movies as well um it's just like all of his love interests are way way out of his league but it's it's okay because he's the the likable slub i guess is what is what people would say um so yeah the, the reason i think that uh this movie is not horrible actually because i feel like i kind of was like shitting on it a little bit for uh the sake if you don't like the first 10 minutes of the movie you're not going to like the entire you're not going to like any of the movie that's it's basically it or if you don't even like the 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 concept and the trailer or anything like that it's you know watching the trailer it's just like who cares if you get spoiled on this this is not like uh uh it's not like the sixth sense or some shit like that <laughs> you know um it's uh it's it's pretty 
it's pretty easy to watch tropey it's got all the same tropes it's like the red herring of oh was it was it old man jenkins besides you um uh that lives beside you or was it uh crazy crazy person that is working at the the police station or is it uh the kids down the street it it is kind of a a whodunit kind of thing but it just kind of it happens so fast i feel like we only spend an hour and a half in this movie and the majority of it is kind of uh mostly throwaway jokes that mostly i'd say a handful of the jokes i laughed pretty hard at and uh i don't know if it was because the state of mind because i needed to you know have some sort of comedy in my life or if I needed uh, just uh, it, or if this is actually a better Adam Sandler movie than I'm giving it credit for I, I maybe I'm being a little bit lenient on it I am seeing some people are like this is not I don't have time for this other people are saying this is you know great to have a drink and watch it with some friends um, but yeah I think I've kind of done a mix of the pros and the cons a little bit maybe we can talk about this just a tad bit in spoiler section in about three, two, one. Let's talk about Ibi Halloween in a uh, spoiler section. God, this freaking chair is driving me nuts. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, WD forty this shit. Driving me absolutely bonkers. Okay, so I did have. Uh, let me see. Quick thing before we go into the spoilers. Yeah, stupid fun comedy. I like the random assortment of people. The cons, tad too long. Comedy can become uh, a bit overwhelmingly dumb. Uh, you know, if you don't like slapstick kind of comedy, this is not a movie for you. Uh, and I think some of the side characters are just okay. Some of it feels like uh, little sketches that were just like placed in the movie and not exactly full thought out um, scenes and stuff like that but it, it it didn't it didn't overstay its welcome to my to what i can tell you know i you can pull out your phone you can watch it with some friends you don't have to pay 100 percent attention no harm no foul um i'm kind of comparing it a little bit to bly manor in the way that i know they're pretty much nothing alike but they're still halloween centric um properties i guess or you know scary horror kind of quote unquote um, I enjoyed Hubie Halloween more than I enjoyed Bly Manor, to be honest. Mostly because the time that you're in Hubie Halloween, and I know it's apples to oranges. It's a movie to a, uh, a television show. I totally understand that. But I just enjoyed my time in in the story of Hubie Halloween than I did uh, Bly Manor strictly because of the time that it stick, stuck in there. Like I, I don't think Hubie Halloween has better writing or a better story or anything like that at all. But I enjoyed my time watching it more than I did Bly Manor. And Bly Manor has become, did become more of a chore for me. And I think Netflix can learn to um, try to edit their stuff down. Hell, Hubie Halloween had 15 minutes of uh, credits. So uh, they, were, they were trying to uh, pad this shit out a little bit. Um, but let's jump into spoilers a little bit. And we'll talk about uh, Hubie Halloween and spoilers. Nothing too crazy. Obviously, this is... Uh, um, this movie kind of feels like Adam Sandler's like bread and butter. I mean, he is all about having um, kind of like dumb, ridiculous plots. Uh, plots. Yeah, I kind of dumb. Uh, no, sorry. Ridiculous uh, kind of, I guess, high concept plots a little bit. A little bit 
convoluted in a bit depending on if you're talking about like click depending on if you're talking about like little nicky depending on if you're talking about mr d's big daddy you know the list goes on um but what it comes down to this movie is this absolutely feels like Waterboy 2.0 i mean uh, he's got the thermos instead of the thermos in Waterboy, it was the water he was always he's offering people soup in this like he was offering people water in Waterboy. um he has uh this not infatuation with his mother but he does have like this like profound respect for his mother in a way which is you know nothing bad with that i was just like that was a big plot point with uh he was kind of obsessed with his mother a little bit in Waterboy, if I can remember correctly. Um, let me think what else. Um, I, I liked all of the supporting characters with the exception. The kids The kids felt a little tropey. I did feel like the kids could have been written a little bit better. They were just kind of um, very generic. Um, nothing to do, nothing wrong with the kids. It was Some of the kids were from uh, Stranger Things, I believe. And what else do we have? Kevin James was cracking me up. I, it was kind of uh, uh, goofy to see him always in there. Um, let me see. The, tons of fucking screaming. I completely forgot about that. The, the, Hubie, Hubie Dubie is always fucking mumbling. They're always shitting on him. And with, you know, uh, to a point where he's like, been i don't know bullied by the entire town where he's like dipping and dodging all the things that they're throwing at him and shit like that i was like god dang um you know he's been doing uh been doing and living this in salem for a while you know uh, he's been do he's been doing this over a while. can i speak english he's been uh living in salem and having to deal with this for a while um but yeah i um i don't have too much to say about this i think my rudolph and uh, Tim Meadows, they fucking cracked me up. They had me rolling. And, and the costumes they had them in were all hilarious. Um, I, I think that Tim Meadows was really cracking me up. Even Michael Chiklis from uh, uh, The Shield. Everyone uh, remembers him from The Shield. Some remember him as uh, 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 in Fantastic Four is the, the thing. Uh, let me see what else. Yeah, I think we we got just about all of it. We did kind of have this. Now, uh, Ben, uh, I, I won't I won't say anything. That's eh, we're in spoiler section. So Ben Stiller, yeah, Ben Stiller was fucking hilarious in the, at the beginning. I just I wish we had some of these characters a little bit more. Um, like Steve Buscemi was was hilarious, and he was like, "Yeah, I was bit by a werewolf. My brother was a." <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so um. Yeah, we have Noah Schnapp from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, he's there. He, you know, he's he's growing up into a fine young lad. Um, Rob Schneider, of course, has to make his guest appearance. I honestly get a little bit of a chuckle every time I see Rob Schneider, regardless if it's a funny scene or not. He's uh, he's just kind of got the, the the face, you know. <laughs> uh, let me see what else. I th I think we about covered it. Um, uh, I was curious what Tim Hurley has done else with, uh, with, uh, wow, this is the same writer as, um, okay, so Tim Hurley is the writer with, um, Adam Sandler. He's been on, he's been with Adam Sandler since Billy Madison 95, Happy Gilmore 96, uh, Wedding Singer 98, Saturday Night Live, Waterboy, he wrote he wrote the screenplay for Big Daddy ninety nine, 
Waterboy was 98, Little Nicky 2000, Mr. Deeds Screenplay 2002, Bedtime Stories 2008, my lord, Grown Ups 2, okay, so he wasn't on Grown Ups 1, Grown Ups 2, and Pixels, Ridiculous 6, is everyone counting this? I didn't count all these, but holy Santa Claus shit, I think every single one of these, with, I think, at least 15 different properties that, uh, Adam Sandler has worked with him on. I mean, that is ridiculous. It, the Ridiculous Six, I mean, <laughs> insane. So, uh, yeah, Tim Hurley, my goodness. I, I'm a little bit in the dark about this uh, this writer, but I guess he has made his uh, money right off the back of uh, uh, Adam Sandler. My goodness, that was... Happy Madison. I think I said Happy Gilmore Productions. I meant Happy Madison Productions, I think. But, um... Yeah, we got uh, another one in the books. Uh, a little bit of a heebie-deebie-halloween. Um, I don't think it's a complete waste of time. It's about a six in my book. Um, six out of ten. And uh, let me know what you thought about the what is this? Uh, review. I, I kind of spaced out for a second. Um, let me know if you want to check out some more Halloween um, takes. A little spooky-booky. Uh, pooky. Um podcasting and whatnot we will check out maybe one or two more pieces of halloween media before it is all said and done i did finish i did finish bly manor and just a a quick little take on it um i don't think it really gets good till about the fourth or fifth episode and that is four hours of entertainment that you have to get to till something is good in the you know the entire show is what nine episodes like eh, it's uh it's a little thick of a thick of a season in my opinion and to be honest it needs to be trimmed up it's not as good as hill house haunting a hill house but it's got that it's got an interesting uh twist to it but i don't think the twist is revealed early enough for the audience to really become engaged and so that's that's my hot take on Bly Manor. Let me know what you think about it when you hop onto the review. Let me know what you thought about Hebe Hilmin. And uh, we will be in contact with your people and be done talking to my people. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening, watching um, the Hubie Halloween review. Um, what Dog Like Go is a new follower on Twitch, and I really appreciate it. I can't do this without y'all support y'all support and i'm up up get curly diet where's my uh, coffee oh there's my coffee oh yeah so um yeah thank you for um thank you for following and thank you for subscribing checking out all of the lucky dog podcast if you want this uh podcast live get it on twitch if you want it um early get it on youtube if you want it mastered get it on soundcloud if you want the brand new lucky dog podcast patreon subscription let me tell you a little bit about that we got three tiers link is in the description by the way first tier is movies that have been reviewed over five years ago so we have a, a library of movies that we've reviewed and we have um weekly weekly stuff coming out for all of the tiers um so movies over five years um, are going to be under the first tier, tier one. 
and under the second tier, tier two, you will get, um, where the fuck is this? Okay, so first tier, you get monthly retrospectives of movies over five years and older and access to previous retrospective movies, uh, podcasts. And so those are for $3. All access Patreon, that's the second tier, is uh, monthly retrospectives of movies of five years and older. We are also covering animated uh, television shows. Think like uh, old school stuff like SpongeBob, like Yu-Gi-Oh, like uh, Avatar, like um, Pokemon, that type of stuff. Or um, covering and uh, reviewing some of the favorite pastime animated television shows and you'll have access to all of those as well and that also includes early access to all new podcasts that are going to be on the main feed as well so that's only five dollars a month you get all that good stuff and then the final tier the lucky vips um will have access to all monthly retrospective movies of five years older access to all retrospective podcasts reviews Animated uh, television reviews, um, uh, early access to the main feed, and access to the full library. I did notice that iTunes eventually takes off a chunk of the, um, what is it, like two or three years of podcasting are essentially only kept on iTunes, and then the rest are kind of cycled out. And so um, I was going to take the 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 podcasts that are cycled out and I'm going to place them on the Patreon. And so you'll have full access to that on there. So, um, yeah, let me know how I can improve. Let me know if, uh, if you have any questions about the Patreon or anything else about the podcast. Um, we could not do this without you and comments, questions, concerns at lucky podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And take it easy. Baby, listen, baby, listen, baby.